and welcome to the Self Love Podcast. My name is Elaine. I'm a life coach and hypnotherapist and I am here to impart wisdom in this bite-sized episode on how you can find more self-love in your life. Welcome to part two of this little podcast around spirituality and self-love. The part one to this was very much me going around the houses and doing a deeper dive into spirituality and what that really means to you Um, and me, of course. Today, I want to bring this back to self-love and what that means. Essentially, finding our true self, allowing that person to be seen and heard with less fear will allow us to develop this sense of true self-love. I gave the example in the last episode of how you can have everything on paper yet still feel alone, unloved, not happy on the inside. And essentially what happens is you develop this ideal self that becomes loved, but your real self, your soul self, who you really are, your spirit is not loved because you won't let that person out. That could be through childhood experience, trauma. It can be through relationship traumas and experiences. At some point where you've perceived or you've been told that that person who you really are is not good enough, is not worthy, cannot be loved, and they get shut away. And when they get shut away and we develop this other self to get by, to survive, to be liked, to fit in, we don't feel that love because we are not letting our true selves be loved. This is how spirituality can help us to connect with this real self. And then that can connect us to, okay, so what does that, what does that real self need? Does that real self need healing from emotional abandonment? Does that real self need healing from childhood trauma, from relationship traumas and experiences? What does that real self need to feel loved? More often than not, it's being seen and being heard. And if you can allow yourself to be seen and heard by you through spirituality, this is going to help you understand that Whatever you perceived or were told when you were younger is simply not true. Whatever you experienced in relationships in your life is simply not true. Whoever you're comparing yourself to and using that as a gauge of what's lovable and what isn't is not true. We are all individual. We all have our quirks, niche aspects to our personality. We're all very different, but we're all very lovable right we're all very lovable we don't allow elements of our true selves out because we're afraid we're afraid of rejection we're afraid that 
whatever we perceived or were told that that's going to come true that we're going to get told the same thing as an adult that we were as a as, as a child and sometimes that does come true right you might find that you have relationships that can feel quite toxic in your life whether that's friendship or an intimate relationship that mirrors what you perceived or what was said to you when you were younger and that is usually like a trauma bonding experience or just a pattern that you're in because that's what you feel worthy of that's what you feel you deserve and it's not that you're attracting it in these people exist regardless but it's that you're allowing it in because it matches a belief that you have about you when we create a bit of space we allow ourselves to drop in so as i i said in summary last week you know allowing yourself to just take a deep breath and sigh it out allowing some time and space to check in with how you're feeling just starting to connect with yourself it won't immediately create self-love because it's an exploration there but you go back to what your real self needs. If that real self needs healing and time and needs support, then that's what you give your real self. Once you understand what the gaps are, why you feel out of alignment, what the resistance is through these spiritual practices, you will then have the capacity to love yourself. But it's not just like clicking your fingers. It's not just or if I meditate every day, then I'm going to find self-love. It's the intention. It's the connection with yourself. It's the answers that you have on the inside because we're all intuitive beings. We all know what we need. It's only when we have the space, the time and the tools to be able to deep dive inwardly that we then start to have this understanding of what needs to happen next. Let me give you this example. So from my life, um, if you've been listening to these podcasts, you will be familiar with this story. I'll try and give you the short version. But it was age 39 that I had this awakening, this, this call that not everything's okay in your life. And I'm this prime example. I had everything on paper. I had a car. I had a house. I had a great social life, you know, on the outside, but on the inside, I didn't feel happy. Um, and age 39, approaching 40, all of these limiting beliefs that I had around aging and what success looked like and being unhappy meant I was just burned out and I was given the opportunity to hold some space for myself, which is where it all came up to the surface. And that was the start of my self-love journey. I didn't go on a yoga retreat and come back loving myself. I went on the yoga retreat and came back understanding more of myself. And that is very, very different. But from that understanding came the path to self-love, which is where I am right now. And that path, I've been treading it now for the last six years. Um, which for me, that seems like a relatively short amount of time for this journey. For some people, you might be listening to this and go, six years? It takes you six years to love yourself? For me, it did, yeah. But that doesn't mean that I didn't start loving myself a lot earlier. I started loving myself within six months of my, my journey. But as with all journeys... 
the deeper you go, the more you find, and the more you can heal, the bigger your self-love gets. Think of it like a relationship. You don't go on a first date and fall head over heels in love and get married the next day. There might be the odd occasion when that happens, but majority of people meet somebody, they have some dates, they commit, they become exclusive, they then may form a bigger commitment to each other um, and then may decide to make a bigger commitment, a more long-term commitment to each other. But all along that process is that element of falling more and more and more in love. Like you don't start at the beginning of a relationship being in love. You start with like, you start with mutual appreciation, attracting, um, attractiveness, you know, lust, all of those things. The same thing happens on our own journey. It's step by step. And the deeper you go, the more commitment you make to yourself, the more you can learn to love yourself. Spiritual practices for me have been integral to that. So from me understanding age 39 that I wasn't happy over the last six years, I've learned a lot about myself. I learned that my core my core belief was that I was unlovable and that was from perception and belief from childhood. I didn't have unconditional love from my main caregiver. I found out that I was separated from my main caregiver when I was six months old and having done all of the research and the the knowledge that I have around bonding as a child to a main caregiver at such a young age, that can cause massive complication in terms of attachment, attachment style, trust, love, all of those things. Not only was I taken away from my main caregiver at six months, I was placed with a caregiver that I didn't know. So again, even though I was biologically related to that person, I didn't know them. I can only imagine that that would have created on an energetic level, a lot of fear, a lot of detachment, a lot of, you know, a a lack of feeling loved. I've learned all this. I learned where my story came from. I learned that that was my core belief. When I managed to get to that core belief and unlock it, that's when a lot of my healing really began. But I had to be in a place where I could do that deep dive. You won't go there unless you have the courage, unless you your subconscious says, yes, it's time, you won't go there. And this is why a lot of people end up doing this self-love stuff when they get to sort of 35 plus because they feel ready and their subconscious says, yes, now is the time. You can do this. Your spirit is strong enough. Your spirit's always strong enough. Your spirit always gets you through. It's not your mind. It's not your body. It is your spirit, you know? Um, But yeah, so that's the kind of like last six years has been doing that deeper dive and really breaking free of a lot of what was holding me back. Um, So yeah, without wanting to make this all about me, that just gives you a bit of an idea of, you know, what my journey has been, but those spiritual practices that got me there were coaching, therapy, yoga, meditation, um, 
walking in nature, movement, changing the reason why I moved my body was huge. You know, I used to work out to want to look a certain way and then that switched to understanding it made me feel a certain way. Um, Just being able to be without stressing about it, just to be able to really kick back and relax. I've spent the last six months working part-time, really enjoying just bedding into a new city and learning to unpick the guilt that surrounded that from that whole kind of work hard mentality that I'd had for many, many years. That that was part of my identity for many, many years. You must work hard to be successful and to be seen as anything, you must work hard. And over the last six months, that's been part of my journey of undoing, undoing all of that and just being able to just be and trust that everything will come into place. And it is, and it has, and it's been incredible. And I'll save that for another episode. So if you are curious as to, you know, how does spirituality help your self-love, it's more about your spiritual practices help you to connect to you, but also give you more greater understanding that would eventually lead you to a place where you can develop self-love. Obviously there I mentioned coaching, I mentioned therapy. These are two things that I worked with and I do offer. And I work with many, many people, predominantly women, but not exclusively so, to help them get to this understanding, to help them peel back the layers, to heal, to connect with any trauma, to heal from trauma, to get to a point where your understanding is so great that your capacity grows for self-love. And if this is something that is intriguing you, you're interested in, please do get in touch. Um, You can go into the show notes and you can find ways of, of connecting with me there. But by all means, just keep listening to this podcast, keep listening to other podcasts, keep developing yourself, gain greater understanding. There will be lots of light bulb moments that happen during podcasts. I get them all the time and I often share them on Instagram, things that I've listened to that have inspired me. So please, please do just continue as you are. But if you're intrigued about how to take this journey forward, please do get in touch. I would, I would love to hear from you. Because the fact that you've connected with me on this podcast is means that it's likely that we would connect really well in either a coaching or hypnotherapy environment too. Thank you so, so much for listening to this podcast. Again, I'd love to hear from you, so please do connect with me. Um, you'll find all of the details in the show notes. And I can't wait to be here again with you soon. Bye for now.